Sports Station. 1043 The Pan presents Stokely and Zach. Three for three. Got to turn your mic on and do radio. Hey, you did that once already. I let it go. (laughs) As soon as I am multitasking over here and forget to push one button, I see how the final hour is going to go. No, but I'm raring to go here, Will. He's James Marilyn. I'm Will Peterson. The point is, we were channeling our inner Stokely and Zach there, and that is a common line on this show because Stokely. Leaves his mic off three to four times a show. Yeah, now he's also multitasking. Mm. I was uh, you were working. I was posting Cecil Lammy's latest blog about defensive linemen. Go read it at DenverSports.com. Okay, and then tell me they shouldn't use the franchise tag and make sure Draymond Jones doesn't leave town. Sounds like the options are pretty limited. Extremely, extremely limited. It's it's one fifty eight at the bar. That's what's going on here. So mm. uh, I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't use it. Why they would take it off the table? That is a mistake. When Stokely's multitasking, it's more about odds and things like that. Yeah, there's a big soccer game going on in London. <laughs> He's sweating out exactly. Bayern Munich. Although I guess that would be Germany. But yeah, same thing. That you know, He's got a little action somewhere that he's worried about. Which, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. I, I said earlier in the show, you're about, to get, you're about to get daytime college basketball for the next month. That is a gambler's dream. Especially one who has to go sit in a cubicle all day, and he can get action on the first round of the SEC tournament, the 11 seed versus the 14 seed. Have you done Vegas? I mean, who wouldn't want to hit Ole Miss LSU at noon on a Tuesday? Have you done Vegas for the NCAA tournament? I haven't. I have not. You did send me with a bet and made me be the mule that brought home your winnings and gave me 0.00% of that. That was a big one, too. It you remember was. how many bills that was? Two grand. And, uh, oh, yeah, Wait, I remember exactly. Yeah, no. Wow. And I've been kicking myself ever since because I went to the window, Will, mm-hmm. with the intent of betting the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, you always got to copy your buddy. Because I'm like, if he wins, good for him. Yeah. I just want to win, too. And I didn't do it. And so the whole weekend, I'm watching your, like, eight-teamer. Uh-huh. Not that I was rooting against you, but there was a part of me that was like, once, you know, Arizona minus 16 and a half didn't hit. Right. I was going to be like, oh, okay, I'm glad I didn't waste. I'll just shuffle all that money on for him. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I brought it home, brought it back to you, gave it to you and put that right in your pocket. I assume I did something for you. (laughs) So a long time ago. Uh, Probably buy you lunch or something. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Sure I did. But anyhow, the, uh, check it out at denversports.com. Cecil's latest hot off the presses. D-line options, I would call them limited. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll go read that after the show for sure, and and it'll be interesting after especially talking to Cliss with the franchise tag being off the table, can they hammer out a deal in the next 11 days because legal well, tampering begins March 13th. Here's the other thing that Mike said that rubbed me the wrong way, and it's not because of the way he said it or that it was his information, but – Hey, they're not going to spend money on Draymond if it gets if it gets expensive. They're not going to spend money on Dalton Reiser if it gets expensive. They're not going to spend money on Alex Singleton if it goes up at all. But you know what? They'll go find another Alex Singleton for a million bucks a year. You know what that sounds like? Attention Walmart shoppers. That's what that sounds like. Ooh. I mean, how does that get anybody excited? But it's their first offseason, man. And yeah, 
Exactly. I, I will not make judgments like that until. I will. Well, why why can't we wait till April? Once Let's free see agency what they is do. over, yeah. But I'm not going to make those judgments on March 2nd when Greg Penner's never had free agency. No, but we can make the judgment after the first time through. Yes, absolutely. If that's what they do, if, uh, we, couldn't, we couldn't afford if Draymond. If that's what they do. Oh, we, we couldn't afford Dalton. We don't know that's what they're going to oh, do. Oh, we got priced out on Alex Singleton because I'm sure that'll be a bidding war. And they went out and signed another version of Alex Singleton. Right, but we're just guessing. We don't know this that's, yet. I'm not, that's, what, that's what Mike just told us. That's why I'm upset about it. Mike's plugged in. He knows what's going on. I'm not saying Mike doesn't know what's going on, but I'm not going to do attention Walmart shoppers until it's a month from today, and it was attention Walmart shoppers. I just shoppers. don't want Greg Penner to be the guy that gets up and goes to the restroom when he knows the bill's coming. If you got $60 billion and you do that. Hey, we don't know that he's not cheap when it comes to free agency. We don't know that he is. We're fixing to find out, and I will be upset. If that's what it turns out to be. Now, if you don't want to spend money on Draymond and you don't want to spend money on Dalton, fine. Who are you spending it on? You better spend it on somebody. Maybe they spend it on Saquon Barkley. Because like you and I your, talked about earlier in the show. You raised your ticket prices again. They did. That was a big point of contention. And then tried to tell me it was because, oh, we added that ninth home game. Even well, though you had a ninth home game two years ago, and even though you charge full price for preseason games, so you've been built, you've been charging for ten games, full price games since nineteen seventy eight, and you know how many games they got this year? Ten, nine regular season, one preseason. That was a total ruse, and they did pull the inflation card, which ticked me off. Oh, have you yeah. seen the price of eggs? That means we have to raise our tickets. No, that actually means you shouldn't raise your tickets because people are spending their money on eggs, and you should cut them a. You know, some slack on football tickets. Yeah, the people who the increase in the price of eggs really affects are the people buying the tickets. Right. Not Greg Penner. He's going to still be able to afford eggs. I'm guessing Greg Penner still has his two poached eggs over avocado toast every morning at 6.52 like clockwork. I'm just not making any Walmart jokes until I see it. That's what uh, I'm saying. We. I'm just trying to tell you what I heard. Did you not hear that from Mike Kliss? You didn't have that interpretation? I heard it. But you didn't have that interpretation? I had that interpretation. I also know based on the coaching search and the D.C. search that Greg Penner is very, very private and keeps the cards close to the vest. So this is not the old regime where they would talk to anyone and everyone and tell them everything. This is a new tight-lipped regime that we're just going to have to wait and find out. Because honestly, was, was there a lot of information flowing out of Dove Valley before? There was. Was there a lot of information flowing out of Dove Valley in the last six months? Nope. Why do you think that was? Ownership changed hands in August. Or ownership doesn't know what they're doing. Like, you're giving them credit for, hey, they were tight-lipped in the coaching search and the D.C. search, and that's why nothing came out. Maybe nothing came out because there was they had no idea where they were going. And they settled for the third option at head coach and their sixth option at defensive coordinator. Hey, it makes our jobs a lot harder when they're not leaking information. Because John Elway, he'd tell you anything. But with this new ownership group, you're taking the negative view. I'm taking the positive view. I think it's tight-lipped. I'm you, not taking the negative view. I'm just telling you. You said maybe it's they don't know what they're doing. That would be kind of negative, right? Yeah, but you, the key word in there was maybe. Like, that is a possibility that they don't know what they're doing. I think it, your stance that, oh, they're tight-lipped and they're just running a t- you know, tight ship over there and it's so great and it's so much better than John Elway. Now, that's... That's definitive. I didn't I, say it was bad. I said it was worse for you and I. I'm I liked when John would call everyone and tell them what was happening. I'm open to both possibilities. Well, we'll have to see. Again, you just got the orange colored glasses on here, and Greg Penner, just boy, everything he's done's been great. Really? 
Well, okay. He is doing $100 million in stadium renovations. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? That thing needs an upgrade. And no, last time I needs- checked... You can't build a new stadium overnight. They're going to play in that season, or they're going to play in that stadium for several more that seasons. That place needs a wrecking ball. So, And where would they play next year, James? Miss number one. I didn't say bring out the wrecking ball now. Okay, so you don't appreciate the $100 million now? Not really. All right. What about the five hundred grand to replace the field? I mean, great. You'll get to see replays of Alex Singleton in, on a bigger screen. What about the five hundred grand to replace the field in Week 18 against the Chargers? I think that was the most overblown story going. Why? Because the playing surface was dirt, and they made sure they didn't just paint dirt, and they got actual real grass in there. I applaud them for doing that. They didn't need to do that. That oh. game was worthless, meaningless for the Broncos, and they still did it because it was the right thing to do. I don't think they did it because it's the right thing to do. I don't think they did it because they wanted – no, they did it because it's like, hey, at some point there is a standard that the NFLPA has that you're not allowed to play on concrete, and you have to have a reasonable playing surface, and they had no choice. That's what I think, man. And I think they spun it. Just, it it just there. sounds like you're not willing to give the Walton Penners credit for anything. I'm going to give him credit when I see something that's worthy of credit. I just it, gave you two strong examples, and you dismissed them both. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, the field one is malarkey. It's balderdash. It just is. And the more I get, I get it crammed down my throat of like, wow, what a great move by Greg Penner. Spent four hundred grand on this field. Like. Come on. What about sending the mind student body to the national championship? I'll give them credit for that. That was good. That was cool. It didn't turn out to be money well spent because they got blown out, but that was cool. Okay, but they've been owners for, what, seven months? And I just gave you three strong examples of them willing to spend money. So I would hope the fourth will be they're willing to spend money in free agency because that's the most important of all these things we're talking about. I think right? by and large, the $100 million in upgrades is to upgrade the suites and the suite experience because that is the hardest thing to sell. For a team that hasn't been to the postseason in seven years, I can't imagine the fourth largest scoreboard in the NFL is very cheap. I'd be how much of the hundred do you think it is? Fifty at least. <laughs> I like how we're taking a stab <laughs> at the AV prices. <laughs> I don't, and you can see it getting worked on now, and I, I, that's great. But also, here's the other thing: I think, I think by and large, the majority of that hundred million dollars is being spent on a very small percentage of the fans, even if. All of it is being enjoyed by the 76,000 fans. That is a small percentage of the people who live and die with this team every single Sunday. So spend that money on Draymond Jones. Spend that money on Dalton Reiser. Spend that money on somebody that upgrades this team instead of, you know, oh, great, I got my latest ego piece. I got the biggest scoreboard in the division. How about having the best roster in the division? All right, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Superbook Sports is presenting the Denver Sports 5K Bracket Challenge the winner of each round receives tickets to every concert at Cheyenne Frontier Days, and the grand prize winner is taking home a cool $5,000. This is powered by Xfinity, 10G, Phil Ford, and Twin Peaks. You can register now. Get your friends or your office pool signed up as well. Sign up at denversports.com slash bracket. Tickets, five grand, good promotion. That's amazing. Unbelievable. And, and it, 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 Cheyenne Frontier Days, the concerts are always fantastic. Yeah, that's that's a uh, it's a fun thing to do anyway. You get to compete with all your favorite hosts and everybody like that. But it's uh, and you know filling out the brackets a no brainer. Might as well do it that way. Win some money. Win some great tickets. DenverSports.com slash bracket if you want to do that. All right, coming up next, MSG Networks, the Knicks, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Sabers, the Devils. They're going to let you watch all their teams for thirty bucks a month. We'll give you the details. Listening 
to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, so there's this new service being offered in New York, streaming service. Okay. Why are we telling you about this? Well, because it applies to the situation going on in Denver that's been going on for nearly five years now, and that's the inability to watch the Avalanche, the Nuggets, the Rapids, the Mammoth if lacrosse is your bag, because Altitude has obviously not been on Comcast Xfinity. World Series of Fishing. Golf at Altitude. Mm Mm-hmm. Who could miss that? Mm-hmm. He's James Merrill. I'm Will Peterson. MSG Plus is going to stream the Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, Sabres, and Devils next year. Okay, so that's, I mean, if you're a New York fan, you're getting your basketball, you're getting your hockey. I don't know what the Brooklyn Nets TV deal is, but this is for the Knicks. Okay, so say you're a, you're a Knicks and a Rangers fan, right? You're a Nuggets and an Avalanche fan. $29.99 a month, James. Is one of the options. You could do $309 annually, or you could do 10 bucks per game. If there was just a big game you wanted to watch, pay-per-view, whatever, pay 10 bucks. But to me, it's that monthly one, 30 bucks a month. Sign me up. Because there are services in Denver that are good services, but they're charging triple that. I'm paying $97 for Fubo. Which was advertised at 85 Yeah. But it kind of, you know. I did the free month, and boy, when I free, and it, actually it was free week. And when that free week is over... It's hitting the old credit card, no warning. And it was 85 and I just looked yesterday. It was 97 and change this month. It's kind of like cable, right? Like I pay my cable bill and it just, you know, it, it just goes up a little bit. I guess, you know. Well, I, and, the, and the problem with Fubo is it doesn't have TNT, TBS. So come playoff time, you can't watch the Nuggets and Abs on Fubo. So you're stuck. So this MSG Plus thing, James, 30 bucks a month, reasonable price to pay to watch your local teams. Yeah. I'd pay 30 bucks a month to watch the Nuggets and Avs. I, I would, would. I would, too. I, I think a lot of people would. I think that's a very reasonable price. I, I think there's a couple of things at play here. One, we've heard for f- nearly four full seasons that you just couldn't do something like this. And it was, oh, you know, the leagues won't let you do it. Well, balderdash, because the, they're doing it in New York, so apparently you can do it. And one of my issues with KSE throughout this whole thing is look, it's a. I'm sure it was a bummer for them that their deal came up and they weren't able to renew it because they had a great deal for 15 years. If you had something great going for 15 years and it suddenly stopped, you'd be you'd be disappointed too. But you have two options, right? You figure out a, a new deal that's okay, not as good, but yeah. I can live with it, or you go find another path. Mm-hmm. You, you don't only lick your wounds for so long. You don't sit and wallow for four seasons. And just blame the other guy. Like, they've tried that. And out of the gate, it was let's play the leverage game. And you know what? You lost. If enough people would have left Comcast, the Comcast would have said, oh, blank, we better get a deal done, you would have won. Yep. They didn't. My guess is Comcast says more subscribers today than when that impasse started. And if you can do this, James, for twenty nine ninety nine a month, clearly there's a monthly plan. You don't have to pay for it in, in May in June, July, August, September, Correct. October. You're only paying for it for six months out of the year. That's 180 bucks a year to watch the Avs and the Nuggets. I would do that in a heartbeat, so I don't even need your $309 annual no. plan because I don't need your summer programming. And this is such a better deal because the, the, the problem with the RSN model is it's based on a bunch of people who never watch the station having to pay for it and subsidize it, 
and the small fraction of people who do watch the station having to pay for it six months a year when they don't watch it. Right? So, like, yep. the percentage of time you're actually watching a Nuggets or Abs game on altitude or that that's what they're airing is a fraction. And you're paying for it all the time, but 99% of the people, because the, they only work, the RSNs only work when they're on basic cable. So every single subscriber is paying for it. And if 99% of the people aren't watching it, that's that just doesn't work. Now, it, it works that yeah, way for every station. Yeah, but 99% of the people don't watch the Hallmark channel. No, 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 that's the thing. That's how it works for every station. Okay. But there is a number to where it's like, well, that's too small of the audience, right? So, And I don't know what it is, but if it's like, hey... 90% of people don't watch Smithsonian, but those 10% that are nerds like me, we can't get enough of Aerial America. And you know what? I don't watch HGTV, but somebody else does, and it all evens out. If there's not enough people watching one of the stations, that station, that network goes bye-bye. And if they were at that point. The, the Nuggets and Avs had some of the worst ratings in all of the NBA and all of the NHL when it comes to local television. All right, so my next logical question on this is you said, and admittedly you've been much more involved on this. I know you're active on social media about this. Obviously, we're all passionate about it, but you are in the weeds on this. You said that Altitude has claimed they cannot do this. Do you think the egg on their face of New York is launching this could mean a light at the end of the tunnel, and this could be the next move for KSE that at some point, not this year, but in the offseason, we hear, okay, you can pay 30 bucks a month to watch the Nuggets in the ass. Because no. I think that's ultimately what people care about, right? It's a resolution. Yeah, yeah and, and I think... It should open that door. They love to blame it on the leagues, mm -hmm. right? So at the beginning of this thing, when they're like, hey, first-round Avs playoff games, sorry, league says we have to black them out. We're, uh, we, we can't show them. We, we, you, we have to black out NBC, SN, or whatever it was on. People complained, and then they did a you know 180 within 48 hours. It's like, oh, it wasn't a league rule. This is a similar kind of deal, egg on your face. You've been BSing us. Here's what the real story is. Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, Sabres, and Devils. That's a ton of fans. Yep. That's five really big fan bases in the country's biggest market. You multiply all those fans times 30 bucks, you're generating a lot of revenue. Okay. You can look at the ratings for the Nuggets and the Avs. The problem and the reason they haven't done this is because with the small number of people who would subscribe, they'd have to charge you 100? They'd have to charge you 100 bucks a month yeah. to make the math work. That's why they're not doing it. And, and that's the only logical explanation I can come up with. You're right, though. You're right. The Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, Sabres, Devils. I mean, just the amount of people in New York, the population of New York versus the Rocky. It is the whole Rocky Mountain region, although I think you can get altitude in other states. Can you? you? Can. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's just frustrating because this is clearly a company that is being innovative, forward-thinking. How can we continue to get the product to our fans? Whereas Altitude, and I have friends over there. I do. I have a lot of friends over at Altitude, and they're good people. But they've just played the victim since 2019, and it's gotten kind of old, particularly on the social media of, open your eyes, Comcast is taking advantage of us. Maybe Comcast is taking advantage of you, but still just go do something about it. Yeah. It's the constant pouting and crying versus solutions that has really started to, to kind of get to me. Yeah, I don't think they were the victim in this, but even if you were, even if you were, there is a... Statute of limitations on how long you can play that card. Mm. And at some point, you have to figure out how to get your product to the fans. But how many people you think would subscribe to this at 30 bucks? Almost all Avs and Nuggets fans. I, and I guess the million-dollar question, probably a little bit more than a million-dollar yeah. question, is how many people is that? 
If it's five, well, there, there was five hundred thousand people at that parade. Yeah, and there's the five hundred thousand people at opening day. That doesn't mean they're subscribing to watch the Rockies. Um, that was people wanted to come down and party. Yeah, but there's another two hundred thousand people who would have loved to be there but had to go to work. So right, that so does cancel some of it. Let's out. say it's two hundred thousand people that would subscribe to this. That would be a big percentage of the town. Okay. Based on the ratings, that would be way more than you would expect. What's 200000 times 30? $6 million. If they can't operate at $6 million a month? Agreed. That that seems... I've never run a TV network before to me, but that seems more than feasible. Agreed. And if, you know what? You know what? I'm not a mathematician, but they're currently getting zero, and $6 million is greater than zero. Here's a good question from the 8688. Why can't ads pay for the difference in cost? That's another revenue generator, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. They're still showing you commercials during the Nuggets and Avs games. A hundred percent. But that's a, it's an organization that is built off subscriber fees and that's how they make their money versus ad revenue. But also. And they didn't, they haven't been able to pivot to do that. If they went to a model like this, wouldn't more eyeballs mean more advertisers want to advertise on the station because more people are watching? Or it may be, hey, you definitively know exactly how many people are watching and sometimes that's not good. Yeah. All right. Well, it's really interesting. Uh, it's a model that's going to happen in New York. Let's keep our fingers crossed. It happens here in Denver. All right. Coming up next, we're going to stick on Cronky. Which Cronky team is more likely to make a deeper postseason run? We'll debate it. Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. So which Cronky team, the Avalanche or the Nuggets, is more likely to make a deep postseason run? Another half hour left here on Stokely and Zach. He's James Merrill. I'm Will Peterson. You can catch us most nights, 6 to 7, here on 104.3 The Fan on Denver Sports Tonight. Uh, we're doing this today, so our good buddy Cecil Lammy will be rolling on that tonight. All right, James. It's it's almost like a, a debate you don't really want to have because ideal world – we're going to the Avs Parade on Tuesday and the Nuggets Parade on Thursday. I will be disappointed if that's not the case. Mm. Yeah, uh, disappointed is a strong word. If they both don't win no. it. Yeah, I'll be disappointed. Now I won't be mad. That seems greedy. i take one parade this summer. Greedy? The Nuggets have never won an NBA title. I'm being greedy by wanting one? Do you know how hard parades are? Do you know how many parades we had from 2002 to 2021? Do you know how many parades they have in Boston in that time? Yeah, but you didn't answer my question. 02 to 21, how many parades did we have? One. One. Yeah. So what, So what? And parades in back-to-back summer makes my expectations low. I don't think it's being greedy to say I'll be disappointed. They One is the defending Stanley if Cup champs. If they both don't win the whole thing, you're going to be disappointed. Okay, let's just take it one at a time. The Avs are the defending Stanley Cup champs. They if, are. If they don't win it, will you be disappointed, which apparently to you is some sort of really just strong word. Will you be disappointed if they don't win it? With the injuries they've had this season and what a gauntlet the Eastern Conference is, I will keep it realistic and say, if they at least get to the final, I'll be happy. Okay. If they get to the final and lose, you're going to be disappointed. You are going to be. Bummed out. And anytime the defending champ doesn't repeat in any sport, there's a level of disappointment because you know they're good enough. Doesn't mean you're going to be saying Jared Bednar should be fired and Chris McFarlane's got to go and blow up the core. It just means they're disappointed. So, yes, I would be. And with the Nuggets, they're the one seed in the West. Mm -hmm. There is no super team in front of them for the first time I can ever remember. I will be disappointed if they don't win it. So, yes, I'll be disappointed. I won't be yelling Michael Malone should be fired and 
you know, it's time to blow up the core and they gave max contracts to the right guys and whatever, I'd just be disappointed. Well, yeah. you should you should go hit a little two-team anti-disappointed parlay. <laughs> Nuggets to win it all, has to win it all. I bet that would pay out a pretty penny. You know what? I'll see. Let's all see right. what we got. Take a look. So the question, though, is which team is more likely to make the deeper postseason run? And, and obviously that the way I frame this question is, which team is more likely to win the whole thing? We're not talking about two eight seeds here with a deeper postseason run. We're talking about throwing a parade, winning a trophy, and uh, getting everyone downtown for a big party. I'm going to go ahead and say the Avalanche, James, because when you look at the standings in the NHL right now, they are four points back from the Stars to lead the Central Division, but they have two games in hand. You win both those games, you're tied with the Stars. They're five points back from Vegas for the very top of the West, also have two games in hand. Okay, that's one lousy point you have to make up. The West had a chance to bury the Avalanche, and they never did. Meanwhile, in the East, guess how many teams in the East, James, would be leading the Western Conference in the NHL right now? Four. Six. Jeez. There are six teams in the Eastern Conference that have more points than the top team in the Western Conference. So if you do win the West, which I think the Avalanche will, I actually think the West will be relatively easy to win, probably knock on wood. Whoever comes out of the East, that is going to be a bloodbath. That is going to be seven-game series after seven-game series. Right now, more points. Boston, Toronto, the Lightning, the Hurricanes, the Devils, and the Rangers. All six of those teams would be leading the Western Conference in points, and yet they all are going to have to play each other for three straight series, and someone will emerge battered and bruised, whereas the Avs, James, with how good they're playing right now, last night aside, you could tell me they play 14 games to get to the Stanley Cup Final. Two five-game series and one sweep in any order that you want. It could really be a relatively easy path for them while the East is... Just again. Well, it kind of was last year, if we're being honest. What was it? It was four against Nashville. Which was a layup. Nashville, once they fell down 2-0, like nobody was at game three. Yeah, remember that? Uh, Six against St. Louis, which was by far their hardest series. Without a doubt. Four against Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton was a laugher. Two sweeps. And what did I just say? 14 games? I'm not a mathematician, but four plus six plus four, that's 14. So I think it was last year. I actually think it's maybe setting up a little easier this year. And obviously, I, the hardest series, as it should have been, was the Stanley Cup final. And because Tampa was, you know, battle tested, back to back champs, Vasilevsky and Net. You go through those top six teams in the, in the East, that's a ton of, there's star power, right? You got Austin Matthews up in Toronto, but the two goaltenders, and we saw them go head to head last year when Tampa played the Rangers, Vasilevsky and, and Shesterkin. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, those are, those are guys that you're going to, even if the, People in front of them aren't playing well. The series are going to go long. Yeah. They're going to keep you in every single series. You're not going to get swept more than likely. For sure. So even if you get past Tampa or you get past the Rangers, you're probably going to play six or seven games to do it. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is an easier path. It's a it's a relatively easy path, but I don't think the Nuggets path is tougher. All right, So, but I say Avs are more likely to win the whole thing. It sounds like you think the Nuggets? Is that true? Yeah, I mean, right okay. now they're... A game out of, maybe maybe it's to two now, game and a half out of the best record in the entire league. Mm-hmm. So they're at that point. They're running away with the Western Conference. If they win tomorrow night, it's basically done. The two teams behind them are Memphis and Sacramento. That okay. doesn't scare anybody. But talk about the team in the four hole. Now, the four seed and the five seed, 
which will be, I hope it finishes that way because, man, will that be a great first-round series. Suns, Clippers. Phoenix and the Warriors. That's oh, the, the Warriors. five right now. Clippers are tied with the with the Warriors, but they're the sixth seed, so they, they have the tiebreaker. Only a half game back. Now you're getting to the play, the play in is Dallas. That doesn't scare anybody. Minnesota, Utah, New Orleans, even if the Lakers get in, or Portland. Come on. It, it's There's two teams in there that scare you. Two teams. It's Phoenix and Golden State. And, man, if you can get them to play in the first round, so you only have to play one of them, now you'd have to play them in the second round. That was going to be my But you're going to have to play them at some point. Okay, but this would be like the Avs having to play the Bruins in the second round. Mm. Where the Nuggets have to play the, no, one of the favorites in the, the second Bruins round. The Bruins would be Milwaukee or Boston. Those are the two best teams. That the, those are the two oh. biggest hurdles in front of the, in you, front of the you Nuggets. You can't envision Golden State or Phoenix winning the whole thing? I, I can envision can. Golden State because they did it a year ago. They don't have to play together. And why not Phoenix? Phoenix, they haven't... Golden State could flip the switch last year, even though they'd only played, what, nine games together or eight minutes or whatever the crazy stat was. Because it was all a bunch of guys who'd been playing together for a decade and had won multiple championships together. This Phoenix team, it's thrown together at the last minute. It's like a, a the, the bad versions of the dream team. That's what it is. There's a reason those teams went over and got their butts kicked until Kobe decided to come bail them out because they had a lot of talent. They had no cohesiveness. They have, like, the third best odds to win the whole thing. I'm not crazy sitting here saying I can envision Phoenix winning They have the Phoenix third best odds because suckers like you are thinking they're going to do it. I just think if you're the Nuggets and your second-round opponent is the Warriors or the Suns, I can't sit here and tell you the Nuggets have a better chance to win the whole thing than the Avs. That logic just doesn't add up to me. Well, it, it's better than one of them being, like, the three and the four because then you'd have to most likely play Golden State or, whoever, or Phoenix in the second round and Golden State or Phoenix in the... Western Conference. Finals. I'll give you that. If the Nuggets, if if the seeding holds, if you, they get out of the second round, they're going to the NBA Finals because they'll beat Memphis or Sacramento or whoever pulls an upset in the Western Conference. Finals. Ideally, you would like Phoenix and Golden State to be three and the three seed and the six seed. Right. So they still play in the first round. They knock one of them gets knocked off, but you don't have to play them until the Western Conference Finals. But that's just being greedy. I think that them matching up and avoiding having to play both of them is your best bet. And it's a banged up over the hill Golden State team, and it's a hodgepodge thrown together. They've played one game together. Easy. Phoenix team. Easy. You don't well, want to listen. be eating those words six weeks from now. You, you got the three time MVP. You got superstar, according to DMAC, which I can't wait to talk to him about it in about. Michael Porter Jr. is a superstar. About eight minutes. You got well, I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to the Hall of Fame. You got, you got the greatest coach in the league, according to everybody who loves to blow me up on Twitter, and Michael Malone. And you're afraid of a team that's been thrown together and has played one game as a group? Come on. So you're you're betting on the Nuggets over the Avalanche. What is the knock on the Avalanche? Just the injuries? No, I think when they get to the Stanley Cup final, they're going to play a better team. When the Nuggets get to the NBA final, they're not. But you do think Ball Arena will be hosting those both this year? Yeah, and you can... Can you par- imagine how special that would be? You can do the uh, James Merrill optimistic parlay... Plus sixty two seventy five, plus sixty two seventy five. All right, uh, not endorsing it, but for those who don't understand what that means, if you put ten dollars on that, you would win six hundred twenty seven dollars and fifty cents. Correct. If you put a hundred, I was just telling you the odds of it happening. A lot more. I wasn't, no, I, I wasn't suggesting anything. Well, we got a we got a texter who said he did it in the fall. Hundred bucks, nine uh, nine thousand three hundred dollars. He was ahead of the curve. He's You can get better odds now. More power to him. But I will say That's this, That's because James, the Avs odds have gone down. If we are going dueling nights, NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Final, NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Final, 
Oh, what a time to be alive. Oh, my God. What a time to be a Denver well, sports fan. Well, and here's the – and I'm going to hurt my own argument here. But if you want to decide which team has the better odds, the better chances of doing it, bet on the team that's done it before. Yeah. Right? The abs – they know what it takes. Yeah, we know we know they can do it. We don't know the Nuggets can do it. But, Will, if the Nuggets can't win the NBA title, if they can't get to the NBA Finals this year, it ain't ever going to happen. Mm. It's it kinda, just not. It kind of feels that way. By the way, there's some video coming out of Family Sports Center. Gabe Landeskog skated really hard today. That's a very good sign for Avalanche fans. All right, coming up next, we'll put a bow on it. Stokely and Zach, Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. I've had a large mouth pass, bust my line, a couple beautiful girls tell me. Oh, yeah. Trucks break down, dogs run off. You know who sings this? I know we got to play the game. You're going to play uh, Brandon Stokely. I'll play Zach by, although I think I get it more than Zach does. Right. So you're going to be overprotective of your pizza, and you're going to draft a no. bad Broncos team. You were you were the pizza guy. I mean, you're out there every break running traffic in front of the Shake Shack burgers. <laughs> what station are you from? I did not say this that. This is not for the whole cluster. Oh, my gosh. There's so much slander going on. Poor Jim is just trying to get a burger. Just, just not true on so I'm many levels. I'm buying you time to come up with the artist. Oh, I, I don't know, country. I'll go uh, Tim McGraw. Now I've been cocky about it. I think it's Luke Combs. That is correct. Yeah. Was Tim McGraw you in the ballpark that? at least? No. Like, I didn't embarrass myself with that guess. He's did a I? country singer. No, that's not embarrassing. No, that, that was embarrassing. Was it? <laughs> that one. Was. You, you ever think, have that moment, though, where like you're really confident at the answer, and then when you about give it, like, ooh. Maybe that's not right, but I knew immediately it was Luke Combs. I got a little worried at the end. All right. Good to go. So you were the Zach. I was the Stoke. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone can have my pizza. That's fine. <laughs> Give Chicken Fingers half a burger. No big deal. Uh, might get eaten. He was slandering you on that pretty good yesterday. Yeah. And then he was, like, fat shaming me at the same time. Yeah. I was like, this is not cool, Stoke. Cause he, did you hear this? No. He gave Kevin half a burger. Kevin ate half of half a burger. So a quarter burger. Left quarter burger sitting around, and someone else ate the other quarter burger. That's disgusting. <laughs> and Stoke just said Kevin forgot he ate the other quarter burger. <laughs> Hence the fat shaving. Uh, that's funny. I, uh, I, don't, I won't eat like the publicly available food unless I get it within the first three minutes it's delivered. Oh, so that's why you're not going to have another... Fry or two from Shake Shack? No, not after 27 people have been hovering over it and breathing on it. What do you think they did to it? More than what happened in the first three minutes. You and I have been four feet apart breathing on each other for three hours. And I was just in Mexico. I'm not going to eat the microphone or the sticky note or anything else in here. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Getting a lot of uh, no to country music. Really? Come on, guys. Surprising. uh, Yeah, there's a lot of country fans on this show. I got I love you, Will, from the 8928. I appreciate that. You've really enjoyed the text line today. It's been fun. <laughs> they, I, I understand why you don't read it. Yeah. It's for mental health. People are not very nice to you on that. All right, let's put a bow on this thing. Biggest stories of the day. Obviously, with Draymond Jones and this, this report that came out late last night that he wants 60 to $70 million on the open market. Broncos are a steal. 
not going to franchise tag him. Okay, let's say it's four years. So between 15 and 17 and a half million for Draymond. You just think they need to get that done in the next 11 days. Yeah. It's Don't a let him go to Chicago and let the no. Bears jack that thing up to 80 or 85. No, you get that done. And if you do, and you have to get it done by the 7th because if you won't sign that deal here, you put the franchise tag on him. To take that tool out of your arsenal is foolish. If Draymond Jones leaves and goes somewhere else and you get nothing for him, that's a miss. You got to at least put yourself in a position where you can match the offer. And if not, you get compensated with some picks. Like, I, I just don't think that makes any sense at all. Draymond Jones is a very good football player. And you told me you couldn't sign Bradley Chubb. You had to trade him away because you were saving money for Draymond. All right. Well, time to – I got the receipts. Time to make good. Well, and you did come up with a theory early on in the show that maybe the Broncos are going to franchise tag someone else. And that wasn't a thought that I had considered. That's not a thought really anyone had considered. But you said – Maybe they're going to franchise tag Dalton Reisner. Now, yeah. we looked that up. It'd be $18 million. Which bucks. is a crazy amount of money for Dalton Reisner. Be a However, big overpay. The reason it makes sense is because it's only one year. And you're buying yourself time. Because whether he's the best guard on the market, or as you tried to mic drop prove me wrong with the fact that he was the third best guard on the market, it's going to be tough to go sign someone better. So, for cheaper, that's for sure. And... You don't have a lot of draft capital, so unless you're confident you can find somebody at 68 or 69 who's going to come in here and start week one as a rookie, you're going to have a big gaping hole, so you're better off to overspend for a year, buy yourself some time, maybe even get a reasonable long-term deal done before the start of training camp, but at least you know who your left guard is going to be. I think it's a good one-year insurance policy. It's an interesting theory, one I hadn't considered. D-Mac, do you have any... Hey, guys. Uh, hey, D-Mac. Hi, D-Mac. Hey. Do you have any thoughts on uh, maybe they're not franchising Draymond Jones because there's someone else they may be interested in franchise tagging? Oh, oh, oh no. Who? Dalton Reister. <laughs> it's a one-year insurance policy. They don't even want him to play on the team. Now, then what are they doing? Why? Uh, John Elway did a lot of things wrong. And they're I letting him go. What are they doing? They're not. They're it's, not having him on the team anymore. Draymond? No, no, no. Dalton Reiser. No, but why are they? Why are they taking the franchise tag tool out of their toolbox? That is silly to me. Um, it might not be. They, who knows? Do we know for sure they're taking it out of their toolbox? That's what everybody told us, and we had Mike Kliss on, and it was, hey, they're not going to overspend on Draymond. They're not uh-huh. going to overspend on Dalton Reiser. They're not going to overspend on Alex Singleton. They'll go out and find another million-dollar-a-year version of Alex Singleton. That's Sounds to me like attention Walmart shoppers. It's a game of, it's a game of chicken. But what they're probably doing is trying to uh, negotiate a longer-term deal with Draymond right now at a price that he's not happy with. And you got to play a game of chicken. If he knows and his people know that they're just going to tag him, then that's probably going to hurt their long-term negotiation. So they like him a lot. They don't love him. Okay? And I get it. I mean, I actually do understand this one. But that isn't to say they, they won't tag him at the end of the day. You know, they'll get a sense of what the market is for Draymond. Maybe they already do. And maybe that's why they're playing this game right now. Draymond Jones is the blank best player on the roster. <sighs> okay, now what are we talking about? Well, we did this on coffee break today, and it, it got him fired what are we up. Talking well, let's about? go with the Soakland Zach draft from yesterday. That right? was one so of the dumbest things of all time. They're coming to the top 10 players in, on the Broncos roster right now, including pending free agents. Are we talking valuable, like how what, what, what difference they make on the team? He's an inside D-line pass rusher. No, we're just talking about most talented guys. Most talented guys. So it doesn't matter how they affect the football team. We're just doing some sort of like, you know, it's like a, well, let's an put, athletic Let's put test. it this way. 
the least replaceable. The least replaceable. Oh, that's an interesting one. Right? Like, he's he's way down on the list then. He's not that important. Oh, my gosh. Okay. He's an inside pass rusher, James. Well, they put up six and a half sacks. Yep. There was a... It, it, yep. Who's their front seven? If Draymond Jones leaves, let's rattle off their front seven. All right. Mike Purcell, DJ Jones, Deshaun Williams, mm -hmm. Alex Singleton, because they'll get him in a bargain. Matt Jackson. special. Oh, jeez. Well, do you not want to do this or not? It, you're making my point. Yeah, Matt no, not, Henningsen? But but I'm not saying he's not valuable, but you're you're asking me, like, what difference does he make on the team? Listen, if he's, you, he's a guy that has the potential to be Trevor Price-esque. Uh, okay, that's a pretty valuable guy, for sure. But he's not he's as valuable a lot better than Matt Henningsen. He's not as valuable as a wide receiver, a pass rusher, a quarterback. Okay, he's certainly so not even close to that If department. you had to say, hey, we can keep one of them. Can you keep Draymond Jones or Cortland Sutton? Who are you keeping? I would definitely keep Draymond Jones over Cortland Sutton. Draymond Cor Jones or Cor Tim Patrick? Uh, Tim Patrick. All right, no, Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones or Jerry Judy? Jerry Judy by a mile. He's the best player on your team. I actually agree with – I don't agree that he's the best player on the team, but he's the best, best player, player on the offense. On, he's the best player on your team who's the third most valuable – plays the third most valuable position. Okay, and you, I won't give you a lot of pushback on that. But most I, valuable position is quarterback. Left tackle second. Third is wide receiver. Fourth is pass rusher, and you can make the argument third is pass rusher, okay. fourth is receiver, fifth is cornerback. So your best players on this team. And sixth would be inside pass rusher. Your best players on this team in no particular order. By that by that logic, then, though, Aaron Donald, they should have let him go with, from the Rams years ago. So, he, he, Jones how they, how they do last year? Well, they won a Super Bowl the year before. Well, but how they do last year? <laughs> That's a bad argument. How have they done... Over the course of his career. How the Broncos do with Von Miller when they didn't have a quarterback? I am I would put quarterback above uh, interior well, right. lineman. Can we, but it's, it's, can, can we do our own version of the Stokely and Zach draft real sure. quick? The three of us? Sure. Because sure. we tried to do it on coffee break and we just... Are we going to spend 10 minutes doing the rock, paper, scissors? Or can we just... Let's just go by age. No, you I'll can go, have the first I'll go third. I'll volunteer to go I was going to volunteer for I'll, no, I'll kick both of your butts on this. No problem. Okay, so we'll go by age. You're first, Will. I'm we, second. We each, we, we'll do <laughs> we, your jerk. We each give, <laughs> what, a, what a turn right there. We each give four picks. I bet so both we'll, of you guys were like at home last night doing nothing while I was out in downtown Denver. But go ahead. <laughs> wow. This is a new season of Outer Banks, Al, man. What do you expect me to do? It's so good. Yeah, age is just oh. a number, especially when you stay home on a on a, on a, on a weekday night. <laughs> All right, with the number one overall pick, I'm taking Pat Sertan the second. It's not even close. Oh, great. Going to beat you. You're going to be easy. James, who do you take? I'm taking Russell Wilson. I'll take Brett Rippon. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. I'll beat you. Well, you're, James is going to have a, a good chance to beat me. Well, so far you have a player that... I can't, beat, I can't beat anybody but Trace McSorley. I have a quarterback. That's who I got. Uh, I got somebody who can throw the ball, and you do too. So you, you've got the advantage right now because you have a better quarterback than me. <sighs> but we're both killing Will. Go ahead, Will. You're up. I'm going to take Justin Simmons. Okay. So Brett Rippin can throw a bunch of picks to Simmons and Sertan. With no pass rush. Great job there, Will. Go ahead, James. Who you got? Uh, let's see. Who am I taking next? Oh, wow. You got to think about it? Well, I'm debating between two guys. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Jerry Judy. Garrett Bowles. And that sucks that you took Judy. You got a good team right now. Everybody's healthy, right? We're assuming everybody's healthy at the top of their well, game. Well, yes. We, to play this game, everybody has to be healthy at okay. the top of their game. Okay. That changes uh, things. I will take Draymond Jones. <laughs> Jeez. 
Jesus. So I now have Stoke. I now have Stokely. The guy team. who took Brett Rippin in the first round is yep. laughing. Like I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. So Bowles is gone. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna take. You know what? I, I, I value an edge rusher. I'm gonna take Randy Gregory. Ah, you see, you're not bad at this, James. I'll take Baron Browning. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Your team stinks. My team is kicking your team's ass, but no, James, it's not. James has the best team by a mile right now. Recap D Max team. I mean, th- that part he's got right, but he's got Brett Rippon with Garrett Bowles holding on the left and Baron Browning just leading. <laughs> I have a starting left tackle and I have a quarterback with the second best pass rusher, arguably maybe the best pass rusher on the team, on my team. And we got two more picks to go. I'm pumped. Oh, only one more each. One more each. Oh, we only get four? I or, thought they did you five. want to go to five? Okay, I don't know. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Uh, I, I'll i go ahead and take Tim Patrick then. That's fine. I need a corner. I'm going to take the most underrated Bronco. I'm going to take K1 Williams. I would take uh, KJ Hamler. <laughs> Over Corlin Sutton? Uh, no doubt about it. He's a more dynamic, he's a more impactful, and he does more with the ball. So he catches more, a, he catches you, more touchdowns than Cortland Sutton, and he's open more of the time than Cortland Sutton. You opened, and with Brett Rippon, we're going to just throw deep a lot. You opened with a backup, just for okay, sure. Let's do one more, because I'm not done yet. All right. Holy if you guys want to leave Javante Williams sitting there for me, I'll just take him. That's a good no okay, problem. But Zach took him fourth overall. I just got him at 13th overall. Oh, who do I, I my want? My team is at this loaded. Point. Yeah, you have. Here's your final roster: Pat Sertan. You don't Justin have a Simmons, quarterback, Will. Draymond Jones. You have no Tim quarterback Patrick, on your team. Javante. The, the exercise is the most talented. No, 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 no. We're building a team because that's all we do in football is build teams. I'm taking DJ Jones, and I'll take my final guy, Damari Mathis. So I have so a. I have the second. So, but James James wins. By the way, James wins. Because he yeah, has, I'm, I'm the 72 Dolphins in this draft. Yeah, because Will's an idiot, and he just he just opened the door <laughs> I'll for take you. That from him. And I, I have I'll five of the eight him. best players on the team. No, no, no. no you don't have a quarterback or a pass rusher. I have five of the eight best Broncos. You have no pass rush and you have no quarterback. You lose by a hundred points. He's gonna try and win. I have Draymond Jones. There's some pass. You're rush gonna for try you. and win like the 2000 Ravens. You're gonna run the ball and rely on your defense, right? Because so, you're gonna have to settle for. Right. Trent Dilfer, which would still be a significant upgrade at his current age than D-Max quarterback. Doesn't matter. Trent Dilfer's not on the team. I was playing the game of who's on the team. Oh, take the who's the guy they picked up? Oh, you didn't tell me I could take anybody. No, I no, thought no. we were take I was Josh just Johnson. You want you want no, Jared no, Guarantano? The, yeah, Guarantano. He didn't even take Jerry. He has no quarterback right now. Will is snapping the ball to Javante Williams. We'll run the Wildcat. It's, it's all good. I you're, still you're, think you're it'd, be a, by 100. it'd be a more effective now, offensive. James, River. you win. You have no offensive line, though. That's a problem for you. So I'll probably win because I have a better offensive line. At the end of the day. I'm going to light uh, it up. With who? You have no offensive linemen. Well, you have no offensive linemen on your team. You got one, and all he does is commit penalties. My pass rusher is going to kill your non-offensive line. You have nobody on your offensive line. I, I nobody. Just, I, I just, I got a better pass rusher than you, Randy Gregor over Baron You Brown. have, but it doesn't matter. I got I have a better a, no, no, receiver no, than on. you, Jerry Judy over KJ Hammer. I, I got a better corner than you. I have a better pass rusher because you have no offensive line. You know what will be? I am smoking you. You know what will be the mo- most fun? Th- and you have no defensive line, so you'll never get the ball because you won't be able to stop. You know what the most fun thing about watching your team on a Sunday basis will be? Winning games? No. The, it'll be a fun side bet. Who has more penalties today, Garrett Bowles or Damari Mathis? Who's That'll Garrett, be a who. Who, who's Garrett Bowles? He's a top 15 left tackle. Who's your, who's your offensive lineman? Well, we only went five deep. You're not going to have oh, every spot. So you don't have anybody. Okay. 
Well, who's your defensive lineman? You don't have one. I'm about to take one if we go six. Well, I'll take a lineman. I'll take Quinn. Then. I'll take DJ Jones. And I we're stopping the run. You already took DJ Jones. I'll take. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. I'm not going to tell you you didn't do a good job. All right, then I'll, I'll take Davis Webb. He's ready to go. <laughs> you told me I need to get a quarterback. <laughs> Playing for the Giants six months ago or six weeks uh, ago. Listen, James Whoa. won that because he took he took Russell Wilson. But you know the Sto- the Zoakley draft, they didn't take a quarterback at all. Fourth round. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no. I, I mean, mean, it's it's insane to think your first pick was Patrick Sertan. I mean, talk about just a what is the max contract for the for the best cornerback in the NFL? Will what is it? Who makes the most money in the NFL? But don't you agree that Patrick Sertan's the best player on the roster? No, you don't think so. I, I, James, he's the best cornerback, and he's the best cornerback in the league. But but the games are not well, dictated I gotta do by this cornerbacks. For four hours. What did you guys do? Well, you don't got to. Hey, you don't got to. Nobody's got to do anything. Nobody's got to do anything. You're you're Listen, in for a pound. You're in for for uh, for a hundred dollars. I don't disagree with your. Oh, and it's KKFN, KKFN HD One, Longmont, Denver. Boy, well, that's Kenny. You're in for done. Sleeping at the wheel over there. Forgot my cliche. But I don't disagree with your. Your premise that quarterback is the most important thing. I don't. If you don't have a quarterback, we we've seen then it. Why will take Patrick Sertan as the number one overall pick? Because he's the best player on the Denver the, Broncos, a, and it's fashionable in this town to be down on Russell Wilson. Like me taking him number two probably had half the listeners wanting to drive off the road. In well, you just you took him before I took him, and that's why I took him. I knew you would, so it's like, well, I can't wait. Well, there you go. Got to get a quarterback. But it is an interesting practice, and the the point of it is, Draymond Jones went seventh. So if you let the seventh best player on your roster walk out the door for nothing, I think that's a fireball. I offense. just wouldn't assume they they're not going to tag him. I think it's too early in the process. Unless you got some information that I don't have. Well, I'm just if you guys off. got if you guys got something that I don't well, have, just well, tell well, me. Well, Peyton told a duo in Indianapolis that he's not going to tag Draymond. And Mike Kliss said that that's the plan. Huh? Well, he went on with another station and said that. So that's a bad plan. Listen, they don't give away. Come on, what are we believing at this time of year? Oh, you, you think George is playing chess? Uh, he's trying to. While the rest of the NFL is playing Every, Connect Four? Everybody's playing chess. Nobody's that clever. And certainly George Payton is not that clever. That's for sure. No, he's so, playing checkers. They're all playing. You know, I'll tell you the stupidest thing about the Combine. Like, not th- this is what I was told by NFL guys. They didn't interview Bradley Chubb on purpose to, so they could, you know, not give away their game plan to the NFL. Meanwhile, John Elway says, we had like a hundred mock drafts and not once did we take Bradley Chubb. Yeah, they, that's not why they didn't interview Bradley Chubb. I they didn't think he'd fall to five. And then when right. they did, they had to scramble a la, oh, I can't have Vic Fangio? I guess I better scramble and see who else is on my yeah, list. And John Elway, in the most lazy of all lazy fashions, didn't think Josh Allen could possibly improve between the Senior Bowl, the Potato Bowl, and the pro day, and which was ridiculous because he was working with working with quarterback guru Jordan Palmer day after day after day, and because we weren't lazy asses and drove our asses up to, to Laramie, we saw in person how much better he got because we were at the Senior Bowl and we were at the Pro Day. The, the, the incompetence of what the Broncos personnel departments have done to this team and organization is just befuddling. Do you know what quarterback in last year's draft they tell me improved the most from... Senior Bowl to Pro Day? Who? Oh. Brock Purdy. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Now, why he lasted that long, I don't know, but it was, uh, hey, worked with one of these quarterbacks, coach. might have even been the same one. Jordan and, Palmer, he's worked with a lot of good ones. Changed his motion, and all of a sudden he was just a different guy at his Pro Day. Real now, qu- everybody still passed on him because he was Mr. Irrelevant, but. Real quick, we had a debate. I want to hear what you two have to say. Better chance to win a title this year, Avs or Nuggets? I'm on Avs. James is on Nuggets. Set him straight. 
Go ahead, man. Now, keep in mind, I also have the super optimistic parlay. I, I got both, both winning. winning it. Yeah. But if you had to pick one, who's, who's more likely we're the going avalanche. to the parade? Because I avalanche. love a parade. Thank you. Yeah, the Avalanche. The Nuggets have never done it before. And, and I think when you look at the Western Conference landscape, there's a couple of teams that are making some moves here. But, Will, I, I still have a very strong belief that by tomorrow the Avs are going to bring in an impact top six forward. And that will bring them back. As long as they're healthy, I do believe the Avalanche have a better chance because of the landscape. Just my opinion. You know, the Avs kind of tanked last night on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah, and it wasn't a bad thing either. Get you pumped, know that? Get pumped yeah. the last game before the deadline just to drive home the point. Oh, you, you know? didn't You didn't know that? You didn't know that's what they were doing? No. They, I, can, they, they, I, I can explain it on the – well, right. we'll take a commercial break, and I'll explain it on the other side. But well, we, who you got? Who's uh, gonna, the, the Nuggets, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and part of it and, – and this is not good logic, so I'll admit that up front. But okay. part of it is if they don't win it this year, it's never going to happen. I – Agree with the, you. This there, is what yeah. I'm hoping. I am hoping they are not the avalanche of two years ago. Mm-hmm. I am hoping they that, have gone through enough scars and enough battles. And I'm a little bit nervous about it because Jamal and Michael Porter Jr. weren't around. They didn't really go through that heartbreak. So I'm hoping they can just sort of fast forward through that part. I'm nervous about it. However, I think they have the best starting five. They got the MVP. In playoff games, you get more rest between games and during games. So you really only need three impactful bench guys, and I think they've got those three guys. And I think Bruce Brown, what a freaking pickup. I mean, he should be in the argument for sixth man of the year. Yeah, no doubt. And I think there's only two teams in the West that would, should even scare you at all, and it's Phoenix and Golden State. Currently, they're 4-5, which is mean they play in the first round. If you can get them to face off in the first round, that would be great. And knock one of them gets knocked. Yeah. Now, if they're four or five, you got to play them in the second round. But you got to play them at some point anyway. You got to beat somebody good at some point. You just want to have where the second round isn't Phoenix and the third round's Golden State or vice versa. Don't make it any harder. So if they can face each other in the first round, that is that's a gift for the Nuggets. Right. You guys want to hear why the uh, the Avs kind of tanked it out last night? I'm curious. All right, we'll stick around. It's the drive on the fan.